Welcome to the Hackberry House of Chosun. I'm Bob, and I'm reading today from the May 2022 issue of the Voice of the Martyrs newsletter slash magazine. This is a very current example of the ongoing mistreatment of God's people. Our story today, actually there are three of them, and they're all from India. The, this issue is all dedicated to bearing his cross in India. We did a major story last time, and this time three short stories, but all from India. First, Standing Against the Mob in Jharkhand State. As four Christian families gathered for worship in eastern India's Jharkhand State in February of 2018, about 150 Hindu nationalists did everything they could to stop them. They destroyed the house church's musical instruments ripped its hymn books, and stole money from its offering bag. The extremists then beat the Christians, dragged them to the center of the village, and ordered them to publicly renounce their faith in Jesus Christ. At that time, said a church member named Rakesh, we were reminded of the scripture where Jesus said that people will hand us over to the authorities. People will hate us due to our faith in Jesus Christ. When the believers refused to renounce their Christian faith, the attackers beat them again, and leaders of the group told the Christians that if they didn't reconvert to Hinduism within 15 days, they would be barred from the village and forced to forfeit their land and property. Ever since Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi came to power in 2014, Hindu nationalists have attacked churches with increasing regularity in their efforts to reshape India as a purely Hindu nation. Under Modi, a longtime member of the Hindu nationalist RSS, I'm going to try to say this Indian name, Rashtriya Swayamsevak Sangh, Ever since that time, he, he well, he was a member of that RSS. Numerous anti-conversion laws have been established at the state level. And Hindu nationalists often attempt to force new Christians to return to Hinduism through, quote, reconversion ceremonies known as garwapsi, meaning coming home. But as Hindu nationalists seek to, quote, purify India, through violence against Christians, they only helped the church grow. The four families who were attacked in February 2018 resumed worship just weeks later, and their faithfulness to Christ attracted others to their church. Today, 12 families belong to the church, which now conducts Bible studies in three villages. For the first six months, we were still living in fear, Rakesh said. But after that, our fear went away, and we did not hate them anymore. As Jesus forgave those who put him on the cross, we have also forgiven our persecutors. We continue to make ourselves available for helping our community with their agriculture-related needs, he continued. This gives us more opportunities to share what we believe about Jesus, why we believe in Jesus, and why we are willing to sacrifice for the sake of Jesus Christ. Church members admit that they occasionally fear further attacks, but when fear takes hold, they sing worship songs and recite Psalms 23 and 91. The persecution, they said, has served to refine their faith and draw them closer to Christ. 
In the beginning of our faith life, Rakesh said, we never knew that we would be persecuted. But after the incident of persecution, we realized that persecution comes for our advancement and growth. It strengthens our faith and commitment to Christ. Jamshed, another church member, said that becoming intimately aware of persecution and subsequently reading about it in Scripture has given members of the church more courage. Since the persecution incident, we have more boldness, he said. Many people in surrounding villages now know about our Christian faith. Having seen our life and commitment to Christ, many want to know why we follow Jesus with so much commitment. Despite ongoing tension and the likelihood of more persecution, the believers said they have never considered stopping their worship services. We are so blessed because we were chosen to suffer for the name of Jesus, Jamshed said. We have a greater reward. Second story is called Anticipating Violence in Karnataka State. January 31, 2021, Pastor Ashok and about 150 other believers gathered, as usual, for Sunday worship at their church in Karnataka State. But as church members assembled for worship, a large group of Hindu nationalists barged into the church building and shouted about Hindu gods. Then they locked the building from the inside and beat Pastor Ashok and other believers with whatever they could find, including Bibles and a tambourine. It was the third time the church had been attacked by Hindu radicals. Ashok's 13-year-old daughter, Miriam, dropped to her knees in front of the attackers, pleading with them to stop beating her father. When she persisted in begging them to stop, one of the men kicked her in the stomach, leaving her writhing in pain on the floor. The pastor and his daughter were among 28 believers, including women and children, who were beaten during the 45-minute attack. Miriam, whose injuries were more severe than most, suffered internal bleeding for more than two weeks and required extensive treatment for her stomach injury. Pastor Ashok filed a case against the attackers with police, and in response the attackers filed a case against him falsely accusing him of forcibly converting Hindus to Christianity. As his congregation recovered from the attack, Pastor Ashok resumed church resumed, excuse me, church services, but he's still dealing with the legal case against him. Since beginning his ministry work in two thousand four, Pastor Ashok has been attacked three times. He's led more than one hundred Hindus to Christ, making him an attractive target for the Hindu nationalists. During the second attack in 2010, his pregnant wife, Kayla, was beaten so severely that she lost their baby and was left unconscious for three days. Following the attack, Ashok was forced to move his family to a different district because no one would rent them a home. Pastor Ashok and his church members know they could face further attacks, but they continue to pray for their persecutors. Many of the believers said they forgive their attackers and they want them to know Jesus too. And then finally, hunted at home in Madhya Pradesh state. Not all attacks on Christians in India occur during worship services. Sometimes radical Hindus target a single influential member of a local church. Vijay, 
an elder of a church in Madhya Pradesh state, left Hinduism to follow Christ after being healed of tuberculosis, from which he had suffered for two years. After trying Hindu rituals and numerous hospital visits, Vijay finally received healing from his illness after placing his faith in Christ. Having led his wife and 24 other relatives to the Lord, Vijay sought to share the gospel with local villagers. He cultivated friendships with many in his village and eventually led more than 30 Hindu families to Christ. In 2015, Vijay became an elder in his house church. He assisted the pastor with his ministry, hosted a weekly prayer gathering at his house, and continued sharing the gospel with locals. And then, one day, he learned that some villagers were upset about his prayer gatherings and evangelism. They publicly chastised him for spoiling their Hindu religion by, quote, forcing Hindus to become Christians. And Vijay soon heard that some men were planning to chase him from the village and kill him. One afternoon in April 2020, while his wife and children were away, Vijay lay down to take a nap after a long morning of tending to his cattle. After dozing off for a short period of time, he awoke to find his home engulfed in flames. A mob of Hindu extremists had set his house on fire and left the scene. The fire destroyed Vijay's house and killed several buffalo, goats, and, and cows that his family depended on for their livelihood, but he managed to escape. Police eventually arrested a few men for setting the fire, and, and some pastors, neighbors, and friends helped Vijay help repair his house. VOM purchased two buffalo and a goat for Vijay's family. Vijay said he has forgiven his persecutors and is praying for their salvation. He asks for prayer that he will be able to reach Hindus with the gospel in surrounding villages. Reflecting on the incident, Vijay quoted Job 121, The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Though Vijay's face and hands were scarred by the flames, he remains joyful. He said even if his life is threatened again, it won't affect his faith in Christ. If I am alive or dead, he said, it will be for Jesus only. Amen. Amen. Well, we have a little bit more in the May issue, and we'll take care of that next time, and then we'll move on to June finally. A lot of stuff going on. The, the Christians are still suffering, and we need to not forget them. And for your own copy of the um, this magazine, just go to The Voice at vom.org. You can ask to be put on the mailing list. And while you're at VOM, ask how you can be a blessing somehow to the persecuted. Yes, they'll want you to give money, but there are other things you can do to bless the persecuted church. VOM has several suggestions for you. So contact them, if you will. The Voice at vom.org. Thank you so much. We'll talk again real soon. God bless. Bye-bye.